0: hello 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 everyone welcome to podasi bitch um first things first please fucking follow me on here i always say that at last i really shouldn't do that please leave me a review as well and please let's make it five stars if you don't think it's five stars get out and don't leave a review like why are you praying on my downfall all right, now that's out of the way. Anyways, I hope that everyone <laughs> listening is feeling good today. Um, I'm feeling all right, a little bit tired. Uh, I think I missed an episode last week. I've already explained it in the last episode, but I missed it because I have so much schoolwork. Like a lot, a lot of assignments, like, I think five in total, I finished one today, which feels very blessed, but they're still really, really big, um, the stress level at the moment on my school is really high as fuck, like, even my teacher this week, she started crying in class, and I'm like, if you are crying from stress, then I definitely should be crying from stress, right, like, it's just, yeah. I guess uh the end of the year things, as students always say, but it's not nice. But yeah, I really wanted to be more consistent with podcasting. Like even though it's a very stressful era in my life right now, uh, I do really I, I really wanna be more consistent with podcasting. Like I don't wanna act like I did like in November, like, hey bitches, I'm back and then I disappear for four to five months. Like I was like that guy that you date for a little bit and then I ghost you and then four to five months I'm responding to your story like, "Hey, you look hot." Like I don't want to do that to you guys. I'm better than that. bitch is hard, but you know, um, I'll try and make it work. So before I get into this really important topic, I need to get something out of my chest. Like this fall has been consuming me. I've been thinking about it every single day. It gives me chills every time I think about it. I want to talk with everyone about it. Like I'm really like invested in this it's black pink's performance at coachella bitches it was so fucking good wasn't it like it really was like i'm usually not really coachella girly i'd say like i don't go out of my way to watch these performances but firstly i'm um, bad bunny were there which was great like bad bunny first latino ever to headline coachella like you know mi gente latino like i really felt that he did <laughs> he did a um a part that represented the history of reggaeton, which we appreciate. Like, it's just a, you know, it's really a representation thing for me, which I think like, that's really cool. And then Rosalia, I mean, everyone fucking knows that I love Rosalia. Like I can't say that enough. Like, rosalia is really for everyone trust me like if you ever have the chance to go to rosalia please just fucking do it like her performance is just such an art form she is so talented i truly 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 think one of the most talented people of our generation like she is insane life but anyways blackpink rosalia very two different performances i would say Equally as good, but Blackpink was more like a pop-ish performance. And they are just so fucking good. Like, they can dance so fucking good. And they they really, like, they had the faces. Like, it, it was, they had such good stage presence. Like, I ain't never seen it like that in ages. Like, the last time I saw that was, I feel like, with... Beyonce when I saw Beyonce live like they are like four little Beyonce's I would say like they're really really fucking good and I think they danced together with royal family like I feel like everyone knows royal family I don't know if that's me but I felt like that went viral right like that dance group that was like bitch better have my money like it's a really really known dance performance on YouTube I feel like and when that came out like oh my god I ate that dance up so bad like I watched it every single day like I, f- I really love seeing people dance it really amazes me but so they performed together with Blackpink so I feel like as artists as an artist it's really like impressive that they can keep up with such dance group like I have nothing to say like they ate and. It really made me realize, like, holy shit, I love women so much. Like, women always give such amazing performances live, do they? Like, holy shit, I'm blown away every single time. So, yeah, you should probably watch that if you want to, you know, get blessed. And, yeah, I guess all I have to say about that is get Big Fat to Coachella Challenge 2024. Come on, guys. Like, I know it. (laughs) I see it. I'm definitely envisioning it. Mm, what brand is gonna sponsor me I cannot name one brand that would want to work with me other than fucking sex shops anyways so if you listen to the episode before this you know that one listener wrote in a question with also a comment and I just thought that comment was so cutesy so I read that earlier in the um, episode before this but the question was just so good so I just wanted to save it um for this episode and I will read that out loud right now. Anyhow, a completely different question, but just want to hear your thoughts on the alarming increase of various self-care products and routine channeled through social media that kind of feel overwhelming. Kind of. <laughs> Very overwhelming. If I say so myself. Anyway, I feel like women are subjected to so many things that they need to maintain about their appearance, but also their inner self that it just feels like we are commodifying on women's insecurity still. It's like kind of wrapped in a cutesy way with the little music bits and aesthetics, but nonetheless, it feels like impossible to be satisfied if we don't fulfill a certain standard. At least that's how it feels for me. I'm curious to hear if you have any thoughts and maybe tips to navigate through that fast ocean of never-ending self-care content Low, Okay, that's all. Love the podcast. Love the memes. It's very admirable and it's something I've always wanted to do as well. I love seeing women win. Um, I think I already read that last part in the episode before, but come on then, just do it. like collab when so obviously this is a really really great question um i do kind of feel like i've already touched a little bit on this question before like in the dad girl episode um i'm talking about like the cutesy aesthetic videos uh this listener was talking about like i do feel like i touched on that but what really gets me from this question is like the basically like the beauty industry profiting of women's insecurities and i would really talk about like um how has that affected me in my life like what patterns do I see um and I think it's really good to talk about those patterns because I feel like once you realize that like oh shit I'm being (laughs) fucking scammed um I think that's like a really good way to like slowly get out of it but I'm not gonna lie like not completely though like I would definitely say I'm a big consumer um I feel like I do know how the beauty industry works but somehow I just keep Getting stuck in these routines, like I guess I'm just a very inf- influential or not influential, easily influenced person. And when I asked that to you guys, uh, I put on a question like, "Are you easily influenced by self care products?" Twenty percent said, "I'm simple. If I see a TikTok about it, I buy it." And eighty percent said, "No, I'm skeptical." I know you bitches are fucking lying that makes me feel so alone in this like I am like the worst consumer ever um let me let me tell you a little bit about it so I think being a woman you just get put on the beauty industry like on such a young age like I think when I was younger certain beauty products were just like really cool to have like I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing I just basically bought them such as like the Anastasia brow gel MAC cosmetics like literally everything of MAC and then like the Kylie lip kits I think like those were three that were like were really cool to have and I think when you are a kid you are just a big target for the beauty industry because like I said you don't know what to do like you're new at it you don't know what colors match your skin so you'll probably just go with whatever an influencer has told you to buy which by the way Is why diversity is so important but child that's for another topic um I think I had around like 20 mac lipsticks purely because I thought they were cool to have the colors did not match my skin like it was literally ridiculous like I was I was addicted to buying mac lipsticks I don't fucking know why like I think if I remember like one color that everyone had like the teddy velvet one I think that's what it's called Totally washes me out. Like it does not like it's the same color as my skin tone. So it looks so I look like I've just put like a huge amount of foundation on my face. Like it really just washes me out. But because I thought it looked good on other girls, I felt like alright, well child, let me buy it anyway. And <laughs> if I count that like in total, like twenty mac lipsticks. that's like I think like more than a four hundred euro. So that's a lot of fucking money for a fucking 15-year-old. Um, <laughs> I never really got to, like, the Kylie lip kits because I remember them being sold out immediately. And, like, back in the day... I think for us Europeans, hi, shout out to European gang. Um, It was really cool to buy products out of America because it was really hard to get them in Europe. Like now I think like most American beauty products have gone all around the world. But back then it wasn't like that. Like you'd probably have to pay like 20 to like 80 euros um, shipping costs to get your fucking Kylie Lipgit (laughs) shipped to the Netherlands. And you know what? a lot of people did a lot of people did it and I think it was because it was more than a product like it was like a status kind of thing like I remember girls just like bringing their lip kits to school and just putting it on in class but like visibly visibly like very much on purpose or like (laughs) reminds me of that time like that um, girls would like film their makeup products like and like slowly with the flash go over it with like some sort of Drake song in the background which is like (laughs) free marketing I suppose like people did that a lot with like the Anastasia Beverly Hills palettes I think or like Morphe palettes which makes me think about something else like recently I bought like a Morphe palette because I really liked it because it had like three colors I wanted they were like some tints of blue But um, I remember being in a Morphe store and I only wanted the blue color. So I was like, well, I don't want to buy this whole fucking palette for these three colors. Like you get like 20 extra shades in brown, which I'm like, why brown? Like this is such this is a blue palette. I don't know why um, 10 different shades of brown (laughs) needs to be in here, which don't even fucking match my skin. Like buying a huge palette like that if you're not a makeup artist is usually very unnecessary um i think looking back at that like i really feel like the beauty industry just heavily targets young girls because i think they create a sort of like desire through influencers of course to buy products purely for their perceived status rather than like for their practical use so what about my consumerism now as an adult (laughs) well I think I have to be honest I'm still someone that is easily influenced by influencers mainly whoa shocker um I think this year I had a realization that I think that this is a good tip if you are like me um you probably shouldn't buy clothing or like makeup uh from a person um or like that is put on on a person that doesn't Look like me, like, doesn't have the same body type as me, doesn't have my same hair color, my same eye color. Like, I remember buying those hats from HM. Um, <laughs> I'll put a picture on them uh, on Instagram because I don't feel like that's specific enough. But everyone and their mom was wearing them, and it looked ridiculous on me. Like, my head is just not made for hats. Like, I look so fucking stupid. It was not even my style. Um, And I still bought it just because, like, literally just because. And I think that's a good prime example. Um, But I think incidents like that happened to me a lot, I think, especially, like, in COVID times, like, buying something because an influencer promoted it. And it just, like, it looked like complete shit on me. And then I just started to realize, like, this is the case with a lot of products I buy. Like, someone online promoted it, and I just buy it. And that makes me think about how happy I am with, like, the recent rule that influencers are obligated to use, like, the hashtag ad on their videos or pictures when they are promoting something. Like, it immediately scares me away when I see that. But, I mean, even though that exists, it's obviously still, like, a slippery slope. Like, something I found out about recently is that the beauty industry is worth around 800 billion euros and I think there's this brand called SA Launder and they spend 75% of their marketing money on influencers let that sink in like a huge brand like that doesn't make a decision like that out of nowhere that means it fucking works like there are definitely like some influencers I follow that I have like some sort of personal bond with like obviously not like a real life thing but just like I feel like I trust them and I feel like that's that's where the money is in like they're looking for influencers that have this sort of connection with their followers and I feel like those can promote brands so fucking effectively and (laughs) I really need to reflect on that more because you know those videos that are like Sephora haul or like my updated skincare routine and they look Like, they're not, like, an ad. Because they never have the fucking hashtag ad in it, I notice anyways. But it feels, like, genuine. Like, I'm showing off these products that I bought, right? Um, But I feel like, if you think about it, obviously at least one of those products is fucking sponsors. Like, I feel like if brands put so much money and influencers... Like, they take that into Coachella. Like, sometimes they even give them their whole collection. Like, they will send them on, like, a brand holiday. Is it called like that? I don't know. And sometimes just for promo, but also sometimes just as a thank you. Like, we thank you for being part of our team. Like, obviously, a lot of the stuff they get is gifted. And they're gonna put that in their little tiny video. But that's, like, a marketing tactic, right? Like, they will 100% use some of those sponsored products in those videos and yeah i don't know it's just you really have to be skeptical with those videos because even if it doesn't like sponsored it probably fucking is and i don't feel feel like the influencer is there to blame though like shit i would do two for a check <laughs> but i really do think it's important to realize how much power these people have when it comes to consumerizing and consumerizing Sorry, and I feel like once you're aware of that, um, it's probably, yeah, yeah, you start to be a little bit more careful. So now that I've talked about my own ways of struggling with my <laughs> consumerism, I'd like to talk about the beauty industry in itself a bit more. Um, I think how the beauty industry basically works in a nutshell is creating quick fixing methods of like a certain beauty that most people don't obtain. I think that's why the fitness industry is such a booming business. Being skinny is a beauty standard created by the industry. And the products that people will fall for are things like dieting pills, crash diets, supplements, anti-bloating pills. You know, all that bullshit. (laughs) And they are all things that are scientifically proven to not work but hey I've seen this person on Instagram and it has worked for them and it's a quick fix apparently like I think that's a really important detail like it's a quick fix like I feel like usually quick fixes don't work in the (laughs) fitness industry especially and that's why these products work so well or sell so well because you know you'll start buying them more or more like you need to be consistent with them or you're gonna try something else like you know it kind of moves like that I feel like and I think the beauty industry moves almost in the same way like they create a beauty norm or try to find new insecurities that will probably sell the most if they are hard to maintain and I think that's when you fall into that circle of like trying things of like oh this month, I will try this lash serum. Or the month after that, I will try this fake tan moisturizer that I saw. Like, things like long lashes and being tan are all beauty standards that were created off people's insecurities, I think. Um, and I think it makes people think that they, like, need to fix it. Like, I need to have these long lashes. I need to have this tan. Um It becomes like a need, right? Like, not a want, but a need. Like, And in those videos, they'll say stuff like, if you are missing out on this product in your routine, then you're doing something wrong. Or videos that say things like, if you have this product, but you don't have this one as well, it won't work as well. Like, (laughs) personally, even saying that out loud, like, it causes me even anxiety. It makes me fucking insecure. And it's like, hmm... It's almost like it's never enough. Mm-hmm. You see where I'm going? And if I'm being honest, I think that self-care products are like <laughs> almost the thing that I am fear the least, I would say. Like what I fear the most from like the beauty industry profiting of women's insecurities is probably the norm of plastic surgery. Like I think people encourage young women to start with self-care like younger and younger and younger but also with plastic surgery. I think a good example of that is probably I think I've seen someone on TikTok say something like, Oh, I started wearing sunscreen every single day from when I was like thirteen and now I have like glass skin with no wrinkles <laughs> and like the most extreme version of that is probably like I started doing Botox in my twenties to prevent wrinkles, which I've heard on... Um, I mean, my source is fucking Instagram, but from other, like, um, plastic surgeons that that is not true. Um, but that all comes from, like, the beauty standard that being young is almost, like, a must to be beautiful. And it's, like, a genuine fear of mine that, you know, doing Botox and whatever um, will just be completely normal by the time that I'm 40. Like, it is something like i don't mind other people doing it like be you of course you know um if that makes you feel better then that's great but i don't want to do it at this moment but it would be maybe delusional of me to say that i wouldn't want to do that when i'm like 40 if it's the norm and everyone around me is doing it like it would be like a, a trend right and i feel like because we are so bombarded with celebrities and influencers that are doing it right now, and even in their 20s, like um, <laughs> I feel like Botox will definitely be normal to do when I'm around 40 and shit, like I don't want to be left out, right? Like that's, I, I can totally um, side with the thought of like, oh, everyone's doing it. Um, That makes me, it makes me feel insecure. It makes me feel left out. Then I guess I will do it do- too kind of thing. Um, And again, like, I think right now, I would never do that. But again, is it delusional to say that I would never do that? You know, like, I don't know. But yeah, then also to get back to the listener's question, like, do I think this is a system that is going to stop anytime soon? Like, no, I don't think so. Like <laughs> um, profiting of people's insecurities is a really big business and um, people want to make money, like it's profit. So no, I don't think that is going to stop anytime soon. However, there obviously are a lot of tips that I can give you to like manage your way to get out of that or get less influenced. And obviously the first step would be, I think, I quite like following girls on TikTok, for example, that have like no following. <laughs> you know, like they're just not famous at all. So they won't do like brand offers because obviously they don't have the following for that. Like, I'm talking like if a girl has like 50 or 5,000 followers, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, let me follow her and let's see what she uses. If she happens to look like me, by the way, and um, you know, just gives me good vibes, like I feel like I prefer that kind of quote unquote influencer than like the really, really big ones because I feel like that's how I avoid getting scammed. And then also, the other tip, of course, to like not miss buy things like. Make sure you look at people that inspire you. Um, maybe look like you a little bit. Uh, have the same style as you. Like, don't buy things just because someone has told you to. You know. And I feel like as well, I because I was in that. I was in that circle, right? Like, I was really a person that bought a lot of things just because. And now that I'm kind of out of it, and now that I'm more skeptical with it, and then I actually buy something, and it works and it fits me, then it feels so much more rewarding than like all the, all, the, all those like impulse buys i used to do i think another thing um maybe a little bit obvious but there's no such thing as a 12-step skincare routine all right let me be real like <laughs> i what have you ever heard a dermatologist actually say that like you need these 12 products like and they will do that on tiktok they will do that like i've seen the icing thing like the, the gua sha like holy shit like no i really think um a little bit of therapy like I think like one, two products is fine, right? Just like moisturizer and something else um, depends on your skin type, which obviously also a really good tip with everything. Like find out your skin type also with makeup, like make sure you look at people with the same skin color as you. Don't be fucking like me, like <laughs> buying shit that, you know, does not work on your skin. And when I say that as well, like just stay true to yourself, I think is probably the biggest tip of all like um if we're talking about beauty like beauty it's not real (laughs) it's different for everyone right and I feel like if I'm really honest within myself and who I want to be to the world I'm like I want to be known as like someone that's happy someone that's like friendly someone that has your back and you know really like um feeling like that about myself makes me feel super confident already like I feel like I think I said it before in the podcast, but I feel like generally I think people think I'm a good person and that makes me beautiful. You know, like I really do feel like because I have that stability in myself, I am confident that when I step in a room that is noticeable, you know, Uh, and that that makes me really happy. And that's something a beauty product or a makeup product is never gonna do for me like it needs to come from within even though that sounds so fucking cliche I know but it's just so true and that also makes me think of like I think it's so important to realize that beauty ideals and trends are often influenced by culture social media history and you know any other social developments and i feel like because of that it's so important to embrace diversity and recognize that there are different definitions of beauty like we all have different definitions of that and i feel like you need to decide what that is for you like i had a point in my life that i had a very like superficial um i guess definition of beauty and now for me it's it's I probably like a super super wide definition of you like I, I want to be someone that shines i want to be someone that is confident i want to you know i want to be a good friend like things like that that those are like things that are way more important to me now than what i used to think and what's so noticeable about the way that i used to think is like it i was never it like <laughs> you know it was always like once i am this i will be beautiful and um, well like I said that never happened to me like it was a never ending game and I feel like once you realize that that mindset is toxic and you try to define your own definition of beauty and that definition makes you feel peaceful Like that's I think that's really important it needs to make you feel peaceful you admire your own definition and you know it's something obtainable and you stick to that I really feel like that is what true fulfillment feels like because You can't really, I guess, look up to something if you know you're never going to achieve that, if that makes sense. And like maybe even write it down, you know, like write down your own definition of beauty and don't fall for the beauty trends again. Because what have you learned from this podcast? This is a never ending battle. And I yeah, I guess I just really find so much peace in knowing that my definition of beauty means that. People are shining like I admire someone that shines like for me that's beautiful and that's very open for interpretation of course but I know what it means to me and I really find peace in that and you know it's also a really good tip last one I promise go fucking outside like (laughs) literally that's the best advice someone has ever given to me like where the fuck are the girls with the 12-step skincare routines like I don't see them like they're literally only in my phone like literally none of my friends like I know no one that does that like Um, get a job like who has time for that alright you guys we're already at the end of the episode I really really hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have a really really good rest of your day if you're nice please follow me on Instagram put us with BFG or if you don't want to get scammed by an influencer like me follow me like get your uh, details there no I'm just kidding I don't really share anything uh, about what I wear or what makeup I use because no one fucking asks me kind of rude to be honest Anyways, (laughs) bye.